Hello and welcome to the Rambling Runner Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Chittam, and this is the podcast for all the dedicated amateur runners out there who are working hard to get better while balancing running with the rest of their lives. And today on the show, I am joined by my good friend, Carlos Del Pino. And as many of you may know him on Instagram as Carlos the Runner. And I mentioned his Instagram right off the bat because... I'll tell you, this guy is not only a runner, he's a little bit of an artist with his graphics. And he's somebody who, if you don't already know him, you may know of him. He's the guy with the dinosaurs and the crazy graphics of him running and, you know, Jedi. You know, he got like Jedi warriors around him and he loves to do group runs. And he's just uh, an amazing guy. He basically runs for others in a way. He is just very active in his local community. And I was just really excited to have him on the show. Uh, I think this came out really well because he is just such an interesting character uh, and just a great person overall. Um, with that said, I will say the audio isn't quite as clear as some of the, the past episodes that we've done. It was a little choppy here and there, just a little bit. Um, I don't think it's, it's, it's not enough to... Uh, to really bother you, but I just want to give you a heads up. If it does, if it does sound a little bit different, uh, that's why. But overall, I'm so excited to get this out there because Carlos is just a great person. Uh, so I'm excited for you to hear it. With all of that being said, I also want to give a shout out to everyone who came to the first ever Rambling Runner meetup this past Sunday, uh, the day before the Boston Marathon. We just had we had a great crowd. We had about 25 people or so. Uh, several guests were there and some and several people who have been just avid listeners of the show. And that's a crazy weekend for everyone who's in town. So I appreciate all the people who came and took, you know, an hour, two hours out of their day to meet up with other people and, and you know, meet with me and kind of. I was able to just get to know people one on one that I've gotten to know via social media, you know, and via messages about the podcast, and that was a really wonderful experience for me. And if you went, hopefully it was a good experience for you too. And if you didn't make it, hey, no big deal. I understand you had a, a very busy weekend, uh, and to even consider coming uh, is a win for me. That's for sure. And I'm going to look to do some more. Uh, meetups in the future. Um, you know, I live in Rhode Island, so there's not a lot of places around here that may be uh, the best places to do it. Um, but you know, a lot of people have said, "Hey, come on out to CIM next December," and no promises. It is something we're considering here at the Rambling Runner headquarters. <laughs> my wife, my wife came to the the uh, the meetup as well and got to meet some people, and she was excited about it. So I don't know about CIM, but it could happen. Maybe this year, maybe next year, it could happen. So anyway, uh, like I said, thank you so much for that. Thanks again to uh, On Your Mark for creating the t-shirts that I gave to everybody. If you want to visit them on Instagram or their website, it's Get On Your Mark. That's Mark with a Q at the end, not a K. Get On Your Mark. They're great. They make great shirts, and they made great Rambling Runner shirts as well. So thank you, Lisa, uh, for doing that. I really appreciate it. She runs Get On Your Mark, and she's going to be a future podcast guest as well, not only because of that, of the T-shirts and all of that. In fact, that has no bearing on it at all. Uh, she's just a fascinating person in her own right, and she's on the show. In a month or two, you'll get to see for yourself. So, anyway, that's enough from me. Let's hear this episode with Carlos Del Pino. Hello, Carlos, and welcome to the Rambling Runner podcast. Oh, hello, Matt. Thank you for coming on this show. I was really excited to get you on. Oh, thanks. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's my pleasure, and... 
and I know I, I told you this before, but it's so true that I really had, uh, it really is uh, fun and entertaining to kind of watch your, uh, your running journey through your Instagram. Um, not only are you one heck of a runner and shoot, you're running all the time, my God. <laughs> But you're also, you know, kind of portraying that, you know, your running journey and through, through, through a very interesting storytelling technique. So I just want to say, if someone who doesn't know you is listening to this podcast, you have very unique graphics that you put up all the time with, like, crazy dinosaurs or, like, I think today was, like, Star Wars. And like, they're, like, like, all ingratiated with, like a, like, a normal picture you may have taken of, like, just two people running. You, like, you and a friend or something like that. So, um I guess the first thing is like, I guess it's like the first question I've ever had when I saw your Instagram profile was like, how did you get into that? And how long does making one of those suckers take? Oh, okay. Well, um, technically like, uh, well, this goes back for like, I don't know, 2014, something like that. When I used to start like doing those run feasts, I don't know how people call them. And, um, I used to do them like, as you know most like the most basic thing as possible but then it got a little more crazy and a little more like that like the way you see them now and i it usually takes me more i mean no more than 30 minutes if it's something like that like more than 30 minutes and i'm like ah this is not worth it but (laughs) usually it's like that like 20 to 30 minutes all right, and I, I saw you on, um, I think it was like a YouTube channel or it was like a YouTube show uh, or interview where you said that like you try to keep it all on your phone, like you like you kind of orchestrate the whole thing through your phone. Oh yeah, that's right. That's actually my wife made a little documentary about me, and which by the way, she won an award for that. <laughs> no way! <laughs> yeah, yeah, she won one because uh, I mean she's great at that. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, she, uh, uh, well, I explained that um, that's how I do the uh, the run fees, that it's like a like a unspoken, unspoken rule that I just have to do them, all of them, on the phone. If I go and, you know, sit down and I start trying to do them on the, on the computer, it's more like, come on, you're running and then you're going home and sitting down and doing this is like no no way it's like right on the spot i love it that is great so did you so i i i in that documentary you talk about how like you use a bunch of different apps to to kind of get that done is that still the case oh yeah yeah i use a lot of apps um i always i'm always on the lookout for new apps and and see what's what will work work better for it? And um, sometimes I use like uh, mixed media, like you know, like videos or just pictures. But it's always something like that. And like I said, I I want I want them to be as quick as possible because like um, I don't know, like sometimes it needs to be that way. Like uh, I I want to say like three years ago or so, uh, we had a uh, a social run with Matt and uh, get out of here yeah and I took a picture with him and I told him uh, could you please do this pose and while we were at the uh, at the line for the autographs I did the picture and so he he got to see it so uh, <laughs> uh, that was not just the only time I I done 
three pictures with Matt, and he already knows who I am because of it. That is really cool. So obviously he was pretty impressed or you know, at least entertained that you were able to do that so quick and create something. Um, just the quality of your stuff is always pretty fun. I mean, you did one of me yesterday, which was a surprise to me. And I was laughing. I was showing it to all my, all my friends at work today because it was like I was running at the I was running on the track at the school I work at, and uh, I was like, "Check this out! Check this thing out!" Like my friend Carlos made this pick. I'm like, Are you running on the running on the track, and it was like dinosaur crushing the gym and like, explosions all everywhere. Um, and like it's I first of all I love it. I absolutely love it. With that said, like I don't want it to like distract from the fact that like you're one heck of a runner, man. Like, like you are, you're, you're out there all the time. So like you, you, you document it in your stories all the time where like you're, you're running with people and you're very social about it. So like, how did you get into running in the first place? Well, it's uh kind of like, I don't want to say it's a really a long story, but long story short, it's more like, uh, when I was in high school, I really, really loved running for some reason. Like, I mean, mainly because I pretty much sucked at everything else, like all the <laughs> sports. But and with running, I was always feeling confident, and I liked it. And it was like, a, like kind of like most people has it, like my me time. So... I used to do, like, even, like, when I was, like, 16, 17, I was doing, like, eight miles just for fun. And I was fine with it. I was, I, seeing like, no problem with it. And, but I, I stopped doing it. I don't, I don't even know why I stopped doing it. So, here and there, throughout the years, I was, like, running a little bit, but nothing serious. Till 2013, 12, 2012. Uh, I had a, a back injury, and my brother, he's a physical therapist. I asked him, uh, you know, like I, I asked him for advice, and he said, uh, you're not going to like this, but uh, you really need to lose weight, and you need to be more active, and you need to pick, you know, some kind of sport. So I, I was like, right away, I was like, running is my thing. So I started running back and, you know, like most people gradually, like a little, you know, less than a 5K, then a 5K, then they turn into a 10K and so on. And, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, when did it go, when did it evolve from being something that you needed to do in order just to like be healthy it's just something that like, it seems like you, it seems like you enjoy running more than anybody I know. <laughs> so, so over the last, so, so, wait, so you started that 2012. So over the last six years, when uh -huh. did it go from like, Hey, I need to do this to like drop weight and just have my body feel better to like, Hey man, this is the best. Like yeah. <laughs> when, when did that evolution happen? That happened real quick because um, I was going to the gym and I remember clearly that I was at the uh, on the treadmill and trying to. I I was like, at least if I do twenty minutes on the treadmill, it'll be awesome. And it got to twenty, and then I was like, if I finish a five k, I will go out and like most people, you know, like I was like 
if I finish a 5K on the treadmill, I'll be uh, brave enough to go outside and just just start running like a normal person and I won't be thinking that people will be making fun of me. So <laughs> that's how it started. And then, like you said, like I started enjoying it and and the social media thing happened like probably like a year and a half later or something. So, and, and what happened first for you? Did the, the social media kind of documenting your running thing happen first, or did you start ingratiating yourself with other runners in the Dallas Fort Worth area first? Because it seems like you have built a very strong in-person and digital running community. Yeah. It was kind of funny because it's like, when I first started running, like, by myself, it took me a long time to just, like, you know, like, a lot of us, is like, more like, you post that on Facebook, and none of your non-running runner friends care about it, so. That's like, <laughs> so true. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to keep on doing my thing, but then I found a few Facebook groups uh, that um, were like, um all about running. I was like, Oh, this is my people. So I started doing that. And I remember like, uh, a few of them that I'm part of still to this day, there was one called there's, there is one called run feast of the world. And that one, because it was run feast, I was like, well, they were pretty, um, um, strict about the run fee thing. So I was like, I'm going to have to take better pictures. And then, it turned into I'm gonna do something crazy on my picture, and then it turned more and more until you know what you see today on a daily basis. Yeah, so, which is which is fantastic. But the one thing that has you it seems like you've incorporated is that your run fees, which I it's funny I didn't know that was even a term until I started following you. I was just kind of like. All right, I guess I guess I never like put two and two together. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. It just never hit me, and I never heard anyone use it. So, like, when your run fees are a little different than other people's, because not only for the most obvious of reasons in terms of just how you do it, but you incorporate your running community in a lot of these. Not only like giving shout outs to people that you're friends with, but just you with them. Like you're you're running all the time. <laughs> with other people. So when did you, um, I guess going back to your first couple of years, when did you kind of escape the idea of like, hey, I'm going to run in here on this treadmill where judge me to like all of a sudden becoming like man about town from a running perspective? Yeah, I think it started when um, I think there was like a Kevin Hart 5K at the time. And I was like, I kind of like want to go and social because I already knew a couple of runners on Instagram and I was like I'm just gonna go and see how uh, like a normal event is in real life so I went and it was funny because once I got there there were people already like they already knew who I was so but that was like I'm talking about four years ago and and then after that uh, that myth uh, social run I'm telling you about I I met more friends and and because of those friends I started going to more races and uh, uh, to be um, more like the, the 
one thing that I really remember the most is uh, the hot chocolate run back in 2015. I went to that and a lot of people knew who I was and wanted to take pictures with me and, you know, they were all like excited and telling me that they love what I was doing and all those things. And, and it was really, I felt like it was really great because uh, not only these people, I mean, whoever, I don't know, you can call them fans, but also they're friends and they became friends. And that's how I started to go more and more to, to races. So what was that like? To go, to go from, like, I don't run to, like, hey, I go to a race and people want to, like, take pictures of me. They know yeah. my name. Like, all this crazy stuff. Like, it seemed like it happened relatively quickly. And I'm not, to, not to say that there isn't a good reason for it. I mean, you're a talented guy and you're a great person. And, like, it's, shoot, man, you're just, you're just it's, you're easy to love. But at the same time, like, what was it like for you, like, experiencing such like a, a rapid social development like that well it was uh i mean at the beginning it, it was uh to this day uh, a lot of my friends are always and i know they're gonna listen to this and they know who they are they're always joking around about me being famous and you know <laughs> all of those things but it's like um i i I acknowledge I'm somewhat popular and I know that uh, I know it's I, I don't I don't even like saying that but I love I love that the running community embraced me and that I also embraced it like I love it so much and it's it's like one of the main parts of my life so and I, and I for you because I know you're you're a humble guy um, so I'll say it for you. It seems like part of the reason, if not the majority of the reason for that, I guess, social acclaim that you seem to be getting is that, like, you're not searching it out. Like, you're a very humble guy, and you put people on all the time. Like, you showcase your friends more than you showcase yourself. And I think that it's like, you know, if I'm going to get up on my soapbox right now, I'll say it's almost kind of like that the idea that you're not like searching out attention is almost the reason why you're getting the attention. It's almost kind of like a paradox in a way. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole, like my whole purpose after, of course, me running a thousand miles, it's uh, throughout my journey to have all of these friends to show. I, I even said it, like I, I think I said it a few times on my, on my posts that, uh, my friends, um, uh, that my my spot on Instagram or social media or whatever, is not just for me. It's for me to show off my friends because they're great. Like there there's some there's some runners that are like really really fast, and others are not so fast. But they're a great, really great people. So I just want people to to see that to to see what I see. So you run a lot with other people. So what are the characteristics of a really good running partner? A really good uh, – well, I have – I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can talk about a few people that – they've been my, my running partners for a while. 
uh, I don't know, like I want to say uh, uh, that have the same enthusiastic uh, feeling that I have that whenever I, one of the most important things for me is that what people see of me on, on, on social media, it's the same guy that you see in real life. So I like that when I see somebody in, in person that they're running and they're like that or positive and they're like, um, always, um, always happy and always cheerful. I love that. So that for me, it's, it's just a thing. Yeah. So the enthusiasm, the energy, mm -hmm. kind of like the infectious personality yeah. types. Right. No, that, that, that sounds like a great running group, man. It's, you know, it's like not, not the running group that's going to be quiet and people looking at their Garmin the whole time. It's kind of like the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's why I don't know if you've seen it. Well, actually today's in my, my last latest post with a uh, November project in Dallas. Like that's what I, I, I started going with these people like a year and a half ago. And that's that's what I like about this group. Like besides running, that they're uh, very positive and very um, uh, happy group of people. Yeah, we have a bunch of November Project um, organizations up here in New England. There's one in Worcester. There's one in Boston. Mm -hmm. There's one here in Providence that started this year, and it really is a sense of community. It's you know what it actually reminds me of. And since you're since you're like very much in that community, I'd love to hear your perspective on this. It's almost like how you see people talk about CrossFit is how I see people talk about the November Project. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. But it's like, uh, well, what I like is that that there. I mean, when I first, I didn't want to get involved to be honest, like a year or so ago. But I have one of my friends. Uh, fantastic one there that's her name on instagram she uh she kept asking me and asking me to go to this and and i was like um there's no running so but they have a friday hills uh running so i was like well yeah i need to go to that and i i that's what i do like tomorrow in fact like i'm going to do that and i love i love it There you go. Because it kind of, you know, for you, it seems like it combines the two things that you're now passionate yeah. about. Right? You, you might be passionate about more than just two things, right? I mean, like, I mean, you have a wife. I'm assuming you're passionate about that as well. But two <laughs> things that you're passionate about are are running and in the in the running community, or just really good people. I guess I didn't say the running community. It seems like you're just someone who like loves being around people, which is which is kind of which is kind of a fun thing. And, and I guess with that all being said. A lot of what you do is focusing on others. So if you don't mind, I just want to focus on you for a little bit. Um, one thing you don't talk a lot about is like, is your running goals and things that you're really trying to achieve or, or achievements that you're very proud of. So what are some of the things that in the last six years are some of your running highlights? Well, I got to say, um, <laughs> yeah, well, um, Well, my first official marathon, uh, the Chicago Marathon back in 2015. Before that, like, I don't know if other runners did the same thing, but most people, I think they do it. I, I ran uh, a full 
full marathon by myself unofficially just to to, to test. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. And then <laughs> a year later, I, I, I decided I'm going to go to Chicago. So, and be, but, but, you know, between all that, I was doing halves and all that. And, um, but that was one of my, my, um, one of the things that I really, really uh, appreciate. And, uh, the, uh, oh, um, two years ago, I did, um, my first, uh, ultra, like 50k, the, uh, old course show. Um, uh, it's not, no longer around, but th- I think, in fact, that was the last one. So that's another another goal that I had. They they wanted they wanted to keep it going to get you. Once they got you, they closed it down. They're like, all right, you can't get, <laughs> get you can't get any better than this. Yeah. Carlos came yeah. through. We're done. Yeah, and then the next year I was gonna do it, and since they didn't have it, I I had to do my 50k on the treadmill. So I did that. Whoa! <laughs> hold hold on. All right. Back it up. I was about to ask you a question about the Chicago Marathon, but that's going to have to wait. Um, because, all right, so you ran 31 miles on a treadmill. What? Yeah. What in God's name made you have to do that? I don't know. It's the thing is that, um, well, I was running on the treadmills for a while in um, at the gym, and I even did, uh, to one point, I did, one full marathon on the treadmill at the gym and I was like uh well I I was like okay I need to really buy me a treadmill because I really like them so all right hold on I gotta I gotta cut you off there because why why did you feel the need to run a marathon on a treadmill (laughs) I don't know because I thought it was like a challenge and I was like I need to I mean the the farthest for me was like the 20 miler so like I can do a twenty six two, so that's why I did it. <laughs> so, so what do you? How do you fuel during, during like you're going to the? Are you going to the gym or is this a, a treadmill? That was yeah, the the full marathon was on the at the gym and. So was, how do you fuel during that? Yeah, well, I did um, like sets because it was like you know how it is on the treadmills at the gym, like they they let you do like an hour and then they will shut up by themselves. So I was switching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But on the, on the one at my house, the, the ultra, the 50 K was a little more, I don't know, like fun, I think. <laughs> uh, because I, I wasn't, I wasn't watching. I was just listening to music. And at one point, the battery went dead, so I had to watch videos, and uh, I only had water like a couple of times, but it was good. See, you you said that the 50k was more fun, but then you oh. described it as if it was less fun. So I'm a little confused. So what the was thing, more fun about the 50k? Well, the the thing about the uh, the full marathon, it was like I felt a little more pressure because. I was at a public place, and I I didn't know if I was going to be able to switch the uh, the treadmills. But in my house, I was you know just in my house by myself, and I was just going, kept on going. 
my goodness. I'm like, I'm, I'm in my basement right now and where I record these and I'm actually looking at my treadmill and I think it's looking back at me with disdain because I swear to God, I'll run five miles on my treadmill and it feels like 15 and it feels like I ran a minute a mile faster than I actually ran. So if I run 9.30, it feels like 8.30. Like, do you have any of those issues? Do you feel like if you run the same because some people feel like they can run faster on a treadmill than they can outside. And there's some people who are like me who, like, feel the exact opposite. So that spectrum? Um, you know, I get that ask a lot, like, constantly. Like, whenever I tell people, oh, I did a, an ultra a treadmill, they go crazy. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like I... Uh, I always tell people just focus on your posture, on your um, uh, form, uh, stride. Um, try to think about things that you don't usually think. Well, I don't know. It's I don't know if it has to do with me being creative, but I'm always thinking about what I'm gonna do later. Like you know, like what you were just mentioning at the beginning in a picture or whatever, or story or something like that. And also, that's another thing. Like, I don't know if you've probably seen it. While I'm on the treadmill, I usually, I usually do lip sync uh, videos all the time. So. Yeah, it doesn't seem like um, it doesn't seem like you're dying on that thing. Like no. I, yeah. I die a thousand deaths on every treadmill. Run. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. For me. Uh, being on the treadmill, it's just that. It's a fun time, to be honest. And I'm being 100% honest. I like it. Um, I don't have a problem with it. It's funny that you took so much time off from running, considering how much you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so so what are some of the what are some of the goals you've had that you've achieved as a, as a runner? What are some of the goals that you're looking forward to achieving? Well, just recently, I did the uh, the Phoenix uh, Marathon, the Mesa Phoenix Marathon. And, uh, I mean, for an average runner like me, um, like my worst uh, marathon was last year at Chicago again. I did 450-something, 54, I think. And at the Mesa Phoenix, I did uh, 356. So that Whoa. was, yeah, that was my first sub four. Well, congratulations! I mean, that is quite an improvement. Was it? Yeah. Was it just like? Was it fitness related? Was it weather conditions? Like, what do you, what do you chalk that up to? Like in fitness. a full hour? Uh, yeah. Well, this there's a little backstory to that, because uh, on 2015, uh, by the end of 2015 or 2016, no, yeah, by the end of 2015, I was. I got injured, like I had like plantar fasciitis, and uh, after I recover, because you know it takes months, uh, I was a little insecure and uh, going to the races and hanging out with friends and having a good time, but not really caring about pays or PRs or anything like that. Just having a good time, and then uh, last year. Personally, I consider it like my worst year in running. Like, I was just 
not good in any race, but I was in all of them all the time and doing the pictures and being funny and all of that, but that was missing. So this year I was like, I set up to, you know, to do goals and, and I started like the beginning of the year, not a resolution thing, just, just being me. And I started uh, dieting and, and doing a little more like exercise besides running and everything, all of that. And then also having someone to pace me during uh, my long runs, all of that made a difference. Yeah, I'll say a full hour difference. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that is pretty huge. So did you go into that race with a certain goal or is that something that you, that you like to do or how do you, how do you set up? what your goals are well both like for a race and just like for the future in general well this is what happened and like in reality when chicago happened i was super devastated like i was so sad uh, i remember i posted that and i felt horrible it was like for me it was the end of the world and it was just bad yeah i felt just just the worst so uh a month and a half later the dallas marathon came on and i was like i, I might do just dallas marathon just just to do it with no no goals so i did that one and i think i finished in 448 and i felt fine like i was like well i did like six minutes before like six minutes less than the the uh chicago marathon so um, later, uh, one of my friends, uh, Haley on the run, then on Instagram, she invited me to the Mesa Phoenix, and I, she kept pushing, like, you should come, it is great, and people love it, and it's, like, all weather conditions, and this and that, so she com uh, convinced me, and I ended up going, but um, my goal was more like, well, if I do 430, it'll be awesome. So I never expected a sub four. So when in the race did it start to become a reality that all of a sudden you were about to do this? Right around, uh, I want to say when I saw my um, my 5K, which was like a something like that, I was like, this is this has never ever happened before. So then I went to the 10K and I was like, oh, it's like. 40 something it's like wow i can do this i can probably do sub four and i was passing all the pacers with the 345 and all that and it's like oh maybe i have a shot and that's that's when it happened yeah those pacers can be really helpful with that sort of thing that's for sure it's a, they're such a staple of the marathon community now because they're just they're everywhere and they're so useful um yeah every pacer is different some pacers is there's a negative split, and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sure. yeah, they, they kind of run their own race, too, a little bit, because I want to make sure they hit their time. Um, so that, that's interesting. So for, so just your family background, when did, when did you move to the United States? I moved in um, 2001. 2001, yeah. Okay. So did you go to high school in a different country? Yeah, I was uh, born and raised in Mexico in a town called uh, Tampico, um, and um, 
I did everything over there. I, I graduated from uh, college and I have a degree in broadcasting journalism. So uh, I came to the States just like everybody, just thinking, you know, to reach the American dream. And 18 years later, here I am. There you go. So what was the what was the impetus to, to, to make the move? Like when you finally decided to do that, what were the, the reasons as like why was like that particular time like the right moment? Oh, because I was working already in the industry, like in TV. I work in TV, like I work in TV all my life. So I was working back and forth, like um, at the border in Mexico, uh, Mexico and Brownsville. So I was like, I might as well just you know, jump to go in more into the United States. And that's what I did. Now, had you visited the U.S. at that point? Or oh, were yeah. You... Yeah, that's that's one funny story. When I was a kid, my parents took uh, me and my brother to San Antonio, and then we went to Disney World. And I, when I went to Disney World, my mom always tells people this story, that she's always saying, oh, Carlos was, like, so obsessed with the United States when he came back from, the, uh, from Disney World. He was like... I want to live in, in the United States. That's like the place I love the most. So that's, that's, that's true. Like that happened. There you go. So why, so why Texas? Texas, because uh, I had, had family here and um, that's, uh, that was like the easiest, you know, to get to Dallas. And that's how everything started. And do you go back to Mexico fairly often? It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I still have family and friends. And um, the funny thing is that I, now that I'm running, um, I made a lot of running friends in Mexico. And um, like last year, I went to a race called uh, Dia del Padre, which is uh, for Father's Day. And um, there were uh, a lot of people that I knew through Instagram, and I I met them in real life. And this year, I went to the Guadalajara half, and also the same thing. I saw old friends and new people that I never even met, but they knew me because of the dinosaurs and all that. Yeah. There you go. So, what's, so what is it like for you, um, I guess, kind of maintaining kind of roots in one country while kind of like building your own community in another does it feel like a lot or i guess it's something that i've never experienced i literally grew up and still currently live in the same state and it's rhode island which is the smallest state in america so like i basically have been in a very small area my whole life yeah well uh, that's kind of like um i, I will uh, i mean i would like to say that um I'm part of a global community, so, I mean, I have friends in, like, in the U.S., in Mexico, in South America, in Australia, in other, in every parts of the world, I don't know, so, it's, like, it has become, like, something really normal for me to, to have all those kind of people in my, in my life, running life. Right. No, absolutely. Well, 
thank you so much for all the time you've, you've, you've given me here on the podcast. I wanted to throw a couple quick questions for you. I uh -huh. do at the end of every podcast. So I'm really excited to give these to you. But before we do that, what's the best way for people to follow you? What, what's your Instagram handle? So in case people are curious. Oh, it's uh, Carlos the Runner. Uh, all right. Uh, on Facebook, it's the same. Okay. All right. And I'll have those linked up in the show notes oh. as well. Um, so if you're running and say you're running solo, are you running with headphones or no headphones? I, uh, well, it depends. Like sometimes with headphones and, um, how I feel with the music. Sometimes I, I don't, I don't do that. All right. And if you, so say you got them on, what music are you listening to? What music? Well, uh, that's one thing also that, people really uh, like about my stories and all that the kind of music I go from I don't know from uh, alternative rock to um, um, I don't know um, any other kind of music yeah you 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 rock like the ballads too I've seen you like, you do like the lip sync to like some very historic oh, yeah. ballads oh yeah I have to I have to tell you that uh, that um one thing that another, I mean, about the engagement with the people, uh, with the running community, that's funny. <laughs> that uh, On the videos you might have seen, like today, I did the victory song. Like, that's a song, the uh, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now from uh, Jefferson's Starship. That song, um, I started singing it as a joke, and somehow people really liked it. I, every time I finish a run... Uh, or not all the time, but most of the times when I finish it, I sing a little bit of that song in my stories. So now people is sending me videos of them doing the song. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same thing with I don't know if you've seen it. The, the I do a like a coffee song like in Spanish. Um, that song Una Mañana. That song also I get people send me videos of that. Uh, because they they like singing people that they don't even speak Spanish and they they send it. That's that is so that is so great, man. That, it shows the kind of connection people feel to you, even though yeah. they might have never even met you, which is uh, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah. yeah, like I get videos from all parts of the world, and it's just yeah, it's just shocking to me. Oh, hey, uh, before I forget, uh, I didn't tell you my my most like the most recent goal that I have which is going to be in a month or so and Cinco de Mayo I'm doing a 50 mile my first 50 miler get out of here yeah yeah it's going to be the Hatchie 50 um, it's in Waxahachie Texas and this company uh, uh, Run United they, they are helping me to do that to, to complete my goal. So nice. How are they how are they helping you? Oh uh, well, they're gonna sponsor that race for me, and they're gonna give me um, new shoes and gears and everything, just you know, set, setting me up to to do the fifty miles. Oh, that's nice of them. That's that, that's exciting. I can't wait to see how that goes down. Um, which kind of leads me into my next question. Actually, if you could run one more race the rest of your life, but you could run it every year, what race would it be? Wow, that's a really good question, and it's not even fair. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, 
hell. That that is. Oh, well, I've done New York. I've done um, Chicago. Well, recently Phoenix. Uh, I would like to say Chicago is my favorite one. All right. So, what's your what's your bucket list race? If you had to only choose one, one bucket list race that you really wanted to do, which one would it be? Uh, it's gotta be the Unicorn, uh, Boston. There you go. Coming up next week. <laughs> yes. That's for sure. See, we're recording this. It's uh, about ten days before the Boston Marathon. So I know everybody. Um, one of my favorite one of my favorite things for you is like when like someone all of a sudden like it feels like everyone in the running community becomes like an ambassador for like a certain brand. You put this like hysterical Homer Simpson picture of him oh. at the bar and like everyone else's face is that brand. And you're like, Hey, what's going on around here? And I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen a week and a half from now when everyone oh, posts their Boston marathon results. <laughs> and you know, the funny part is like, sometimes I forget and people send me uh, messages asking, Hey, where's the Homer meme? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think my, the funniest one was like it like popped up perfectly for me it was when 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 Noon the the beverage company had their ambassadors and it felt like in like a thirty minute span like every single person I was following on Instagram posted about Noon and then like five minutes later you put up that meme I was dying you know and uh, now that you mentioned Noon it's funny because uh, I have a really um, nice relationship with them. I'm not an ambassador, but every time I do jokes about them, I uh, they always send me messages and saying that they think it's great and they're it's funny and all that. Like they're in it, like they like it. Oh, that's good. That's nice. That's nice. They take it in the in the right spirit. Yeah, that's for sure. Good sports. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. All right, all right. So if you could have, so you're you're known for your running groups, your running community. <laughs> If you could add another person to your running group, who would that be? You could pick anybody in the world. Anybody in the world that it doesn't have to be a runner. Well, I mean, they have to run with you. So, oh. you know, I mean, you can't pick like, you know, I don't even know. I mean, you can't pick like Peter Griffin or something. You have to like <laughs> pick like a real person. No, no. Well, it, it has to be because I just mentioned him earlier. It has to be Matt because – that guy is just is a pure heart. Like I, I love that guy. There you go. Speaking of pure heart, so are you, Carlos. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for all your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. All right. Have a great day. Thank you, Carlos, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, you are a, a great guy, and it was, it was just was so much fun to talk to you. Thank you to everyone for listening. It's greatly appreciated. Also, if you are uh, if you're willing, go on to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. Uh, it's one of those things that it gets the podcast out there for more people to listen to. I love doing it, and I would be doing this even if only 10 people were listening to it. But, hey, if you rate and review it, more people find out about it, and that's not such a bad thing either. So, anyway, hope you like this episode. Hope you're doing well, and happy running.